News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Minister for Children, Equality, Disability, Integration and Youth, Rodrigo Gorman, uh, joins us. Uh, Minister, um, thank you for talking to us this morning. Your reactions to the scenes in Racket Hall yesterday in Tipperary, where it seems families of asylum seekers, including uh, young children, had to run the gauntlet of protesters being restrained by Gardaí. Your reaction to those scenes? Well, while I absolutely respect people's rights to protest, people's rights to, to disagree with government policy, I do think that people can carry out these protests in a way that don't impact on vulnerable people and doesn't block vulnerable people from accessing the place that they're staying. Um, it was important for our department that we'd be able to use uh, the accommodation at Racket Hall uh, for families, for uh, female international protection applicants. Uh, and I don't think it's ever acceptable to prevent a person from accessing their accommodation. So I'm grateful to the support on Garda Shia Khanna gave uh, it, to uh, enable us to be able to use this accommodation. Are you alarmed at what happened given that there was young children uh, involved? Look, I, 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 I imagine it was upsetting for, for the children coming in, seeing that, uh, seeing the, 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 the scuffles, seeing the hostility that, that, uh, that, that, that took place. Uh, I, I think that's far from ideal. Again, I, I've always been very clear, people do have that right to protest, do have a right to disagree with the, the decisions that the government has taken on this issue, but it has to be remembered that we are dealing with vulnerable people here, uh, and I think those, those, those disagreements can be put forward in a way that doesn't directly impact on vulnerable people. Obviously there are local people there and we, and we might get to some of their concerns in, in a minute uh, but Gardaí estimating 50% of those there last night for example were not local. Uh, many of them uh, the protesters had children with them. Do you think there are far right activists uh, involved in the protest in your, in your opinion? Well we know uh, that far-right activists have been involved in in promoting uh, protests ar- around the country. We know there are people who are going around to places where we are um, providing accommodation and even indeed places where we're not providing accommodation uh, and and uh, trying to, to, to um, whip up uh, local lo- local concerns about uh, about these issues and we know that that's that's taking place and particularly on the online space that what, was it the case last night do you think? Efforts. I, look, I, I, I absolutely recognise that there were protesters there who are from uh, Ross Gray who, who, who have concerns about, uh, about the use of Racket Hall. So uh, obviously I wasn't present, so I can't tell the exact breakdown. But I do recognise that some of those protesters uh, were, were, were local people who have concerns. Uh, one local TD, uh, Jackie Cahill, has reported um, what he said was a, 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 a plausible arson threat on the building. Do you know any, any more... Uh, about that? Have you heard anything more in relation to that? I, I haven't heard in detail, but I know that um, my staff within my department have been liaising with Angarda Shiakona extremely closely in terms of security around Racket Hall, uh, in terms of the, um, the, the, the successful efforts that were made yesterday to, to ensure that people were able to access their accommodation there. Uh, and I've no doubt that cooperation uh, is going to, to continue. Mm. You, you just your response on an emotional level um, to, to to such uh, threats. 
Well, we've seen people undertake arson attacks on places that my department were, were using for accommodation. We've also seen, obviously, in the context of Ringsend, uh, arson attack on uh, a location to be used by the Dublin Regional Homelessness Executive, which meant, um, you know, uh, homeless families weren't able to access that. Uh, uh, obviously, these are criminal acts. They're dangerous acts. Uh, and uh, I know Minister McEntee has been working with Angarda Siakona in terms of the investigations that are taking yeah, place. I haven't seen any arrests the though. Does that, no. actually, does, that, does that concern you? That would send out quite a signal, but we're not sending out that signal. Well, I, I think these are these are significant investigations going on in the context of both uh, the, uh, the 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 arson in uh, in Ringsend and also in the, the Ross Lake Hotel in Galway. Uh, and I, I'm confident, and I know Minister McIntyre okay. is confident that that both those investigations will lead to 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 arrests and charges, and rightfully so. Uh, the Independent uh, TD Matty McGrath was at the hotel yesterday. He accused you, the Taoiseach, the Tarnished, uh, the Minister for Justice, of putting on a show treating people with contempt and beating them off the streets if necessary. Your response to that? No, look, I, 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 I don't think that's correct uh, at all. What we uh, needed to do in Racket Hall yesterday was allow uh, people, uh, vulnerable people who needed to use that, uh, that, 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 uh, that, that location for accommodation to access that accommodation. Uh, and that's what happened yesterday. Um, uh, look, it, it's, it's absolutely regrettable that there were scuffles. There was absolute, it's absolutely regrettable that there was tension there. But it was important that uh, the, 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 the people in question were able to use this location mm. for, for, for accommodation. What do you make of those comments from Matthew McGrath, though? Are they helpful? Uh, no, I, 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 I don't. I don't think they're. Uh, I, I don't think they're helpful. Um, I, I, I think it's important to recognise that uh, we are uh, facing the need to, to to accommodate large numbers of people. But I've also said, and I've, I've also been clear throughout all of this, that the um, the mechanisms by which uh, my department locate new accommodation are going to have to change. And that's why I'm bringing forward um, policy proposals to Cabinet in the next number of weeks, looking how we can better plan the location of international protection uh, accommodation across the country, how we can make sure that there are significant support. And, and when, when, when will we see the results of that? I mean, if we do have these super centres, uh, accommodation centres, which does seem like a good way to go, I mean, do they have to be built? When will we see that actually making a material difference in your view? Well, well, look, we'll set that out in 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 the in 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 the policy paper coming to cabinet in the next number of weeks. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm very clear. I'm not claiming this is going to be an immediate solution to the accommodation challenges that we face. But I also believe that uh, as minister, I have to put in place the the building blocks for a longer term mm. accommodation system. Were you too like, slow in doing so, minister? I suppose would be a, a legitimate criticism of this government that you you know that's it's it's a very good idea. But why only now when there ha- this issue has been a problem for certainly in terms of increased numbers for at least 12 months and probably 24 months? Well, the primary reason is that not only have we been dealing with the uh, significant increases in international protection applicants, we've also been dealing with the um, the outcome of the war in Ukraine and the need to uh, accommodate Ukrainians fleeing that conflict in February 2022. All the more reason, large, perhaps, is it not, Minister, to, to fast track a development like this? 
but, but, but just let's be clear, in, in March, uh, in, in February, March of 2022, within my department, I had to move large numbers of officials from work that they were doing in terms of longer term implementation of the, the white paper and international protection. I had to move them immediately towards responding to the, the needs of, of Ukrainians arriving in this country. So is lack of resources an issue in your department? It was it, it, an issue. Was we were responding to the biggest humanitarian crisis? That oh no, absolutely! And no one is suggesting. We, no one is suggesting it's to, easy, Minister. No one is suggesting no, it's no, easy. No, but 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 I'm just in terms of the focus of our work for that period of time. We had to move very quickly to responding to the needs of Ukrainians. Um, we've we, we, we are now putting in place those mechanisms to be able to put in place uh, to to be able to have a longer term planned way of identifying accommodation for international protection applicants as well. A couple of last brief things Minister be- before we let you go uh, another local TD, the Fianna Fáil TD Jackie Cahill, uh, sorry we, we, we uh, referred to him earlier, he also said more resources would be needed in the area because of uh, you know the the influx of immigrants coming in he spoke about more Gardaí, uh, more uh, schools, more GPs is that going to happen? Well, I'll be meeting with Deputy Cahill and I'll be meeting with other uh, Tipperary uh, deputies and local representatives over the next number of days to hear from them in terms of, of the resourcing issues. Uh, and I and, and, and co- colleagues uh, across Cabinet will look to see what can be done to support that. Uh, as you know, government have brought forward um, uh, schemes like the Community Recognition Scheme to pr- pr- provide, I suppose, local community benefits, widespread community benefits in areas where there are large numbers of international protection or or, or Ukrainians uh, living at the moment. Uh, but look, I'll, I'll be engaging with Deputy Cal and other deputies in the next number of days to hear from them, hear what they feel are the, the extra supports needed. Okay, because uh, there is a quote from an unnamed Fianna Fáil TD in one of the papers yesterday saying that uh, the government is closing rural Ireland. You've no vision for rural Ireland beyond it being a holding pen for refugees. No, I, 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 I don't believe that's the that's 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 the case. But I do um I, I do recognise the importance of having a more planned approach to the provision of international protection accommodation, and that's why my department is bringing forward this new uh, the, 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 these new uh, proposals. Uh, sorry, just very quickly on that, um, is that next week or when can we expect those proposals? It'll it'll be in the next number of, of next of number weeks. of weeks. Okay, um, you you're also on the record as saying that you think uh, fifteen thousand asylum seekers every year is kind of the new norm. What do you base that on? Is that is that a, ca- a potential cap? Um, will we be able to manage that figure? What, what I'm basing that on is the is the number of arrivals we saw in 2022 and 2023. We saw around 15,000 people arrive in, in in 2022. We saw around 13,000 people arrive last year. So prior to uh, prior to COVID, as we know, we were seeing between three and a half and four and a half thousand people arriving. Uh, I, I think when you look at what's happening across Europe, we are are going to have to design a system that is equipped to deal with more internet people seeking international protection and that's why the work I'm doing is what goes hand in hand with okay. the work Minister uh, McEntee is doing to speed uh, up the processing uh, system for, so people can get a decision whether it's a decision to grant status or not more quickly. Very final question. Have you lost a PR battle? There seems to be a change in sentiment. A lot of people rightly or wrongly believing there's too much immigration. Have you lost the information campaign battle? Have you lost a PR battle? Well, look, I and, uh, and colleagues across government will continue to, to, to work to explain 
the, the, the process of international protection, why it is important that the system is there. You need to but do better also, in that regard? But well, I think bringing forward clearer uh, new policies that will actually make it uh, make it uh, easier to provide a, a accommodation in a more planned way. I think people will recognise that that's a, that that's an important step forward in terms of reforming a process that uh, you know might have been fit for purpose for three and a half, four thousand people, but is not fit for okay. purpose for for eighteen for for fifteen thousand people per year. Uh, and that's what government is working to deliver right now. Integration Minister Roderick O'Gorman, we will leave it there. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.